Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome in. This is Coffee Break, and I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. The show brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. And a fantastic show for you in today. We, we left it a complete mystery on the promo. We weren't telling anybody. And, uh, you know, now now they're excited that they've t- tuned in because we've got Carrie Krebs and Liz Flynn. Uh, they're like uh, Dr. Seuss's thing one and thing two over at uh, Florence Crittenden. I, I, I love having them in the studio. Ladies, thanks so much for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, it's it's always fun to have you in the studio. And it, it's been a little bit since we've chatted and, and longer since we've had both of you. I know. The last in. time I was in, I feel like you were so brokenhearted that Liz hadn't come. I felt like I well, then was... I came with- Heather last time and brought cake. Yeah. Paint the town pink. So, oh, uh, uh, I, I'm not going to forget that. Yeah, well, and so Carrie made up for it. She brought in homemade chocolate chip cookies this morning. I'm noticing like, that you're not sharing. Yeah, well, oh, it, yeah. if you like one, I, I assumed that she gave you some. You were probably at her well, no, I'm kitchen table. Well, no, I'm bringing some to the office she, later. Yours are coming. See? There you go. I mean, she didn't bring any milk, but I'm not going to get picky. Oh, you know, I'm not going to get picky. With coffee no, in the morning. It's a breakfast item that's true. if it's with coffee. There you go. Right. I like it. I mean, it's eggs. It's, you it's know. It's all the things. Yeah. Sugar. It's a, oh, you guys keep up it now. So, Liz, next time, I mean, we've got homemade cookies. I don't know what you want to do next time, but. Ooh, I'm thinking donuts. There you go. Homemade donuts. We could get some businesses involved. You know, a bit mm-hmm. of small business promotion, Troy. You know, like okay. Dirty dozen. We could have those guys come in and yeah. we could just sample. Really, mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How cool would that we, be? We can work something out. It, you know, <laughs> we got a beautiful relationship forming here. Um, it's been a crazy year for you guys. Like so many organizations, so many nonprofits, uh, you, you had to adapt. Right. Not only what you did, but how you did it. Everything yeah. was different. Uh, but it it seems like pretty successful for you. I mean, I, I know we're not done yet, but if we look back, you know, a year in review type of thing, it we looks like, I mean, all things considered, it looks like yeah. pretty good. Yeah. We are emerging from the trenches. Get, get on get on that. Turn Sorry. that mic, Liz. I'm on that. I'm too quiet, aren't I? I need to get loud. Um, the, yes, we feel like we're really starting to emerge from the trenches. It has been a, a year and a half for sure. I mean, Carrie and I, we, we said the other day, gosh, nothing this year can be as bad as last year. I mean, yeah. touch wood, well, yeah. because at least, you know, we can see it coming and it's more predictable and it's, you know, it's just much more manageable. The normal problems, yes. right? Like normal I mean, problems would be great. Yeah, it yes. was a really exhausting year, especially for Carrie. I mean, a few more wrinkles, poor girl. Um, but I think um, she did an amazing job and, and we really were able to keep our programs open. I mean, we don't really have that option not to have our programs mm-hmm. open when we're housing you know, women and children that would otherwise be homeless and then helping vulnerable families in our community through home visiting and childcare, as you know, is just so vital to keeping everything in this community going. People can't do their jobs if they don't have a safe place for their children to be. So um, we didn't really have an option to close. And I think everyone just rallied the troops and we were so proud of our workforce. I mean, they really did um, just, you know, go for it and we you know we, we have a great team there and i think we're all stronger for it so it's been a brutal year but i think we've come out stronger yeah. and, and more how, resilient how are the folks there at florence grin i mean i i guess both 
staff and, and the folks that you're mm-hmm. serving because mm-hmm. just mentally, because this is, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's hard to do everything, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, every day well, this is what we do. This is what we do. You can get through it when you're looking at it day by day, mm-hmm. uh, but now we're more than a year in, even as things start to open up, even as things start to feel like this is a, I, I went to a, a, a high school band concert last night. Uh, that like was the greatest thing ever. That right? was fantastic. I know. I like, know. I mean, yeah. it was weird. It was in the gym instead of in the. I mean, so yeah. uh, like everything else, it was different. But it was a band concert, and the right. kids were playing their music. But even so, I mean, there's just a little bit of fatigue because yeah. things are still different. I mean, how right. is everybody? You know, it, it, it's a great question, Troy, and I I think you're right that we. There is a fatigue. There really is. But I have found that one of the things that we've really, and we've talked a lot about this over the last couple of months, that I think we all learned a lot from our clients through all of this. I think that we, um, I think that we realized the challenges that they go through every day. And, you know, so many of the things that have happened to our clients fall so far out of their control. And that's basically what happened to all of us in the last year. There were things happening around us that were affecting our lives so greatly that we really had very little control over. And when you look at, especially, you know, our our, our really young clients and our clients in our residential programs, so many of the things that have happened in their lives were so far beyond their control at such a young age. And now they're having to kind of deal with the ramifications Mm -hmm. of that. And we were all going through that this year. So I have to say it was, it was a very leveling experience, I think. And I think we all really realized that resolve that our clients had, and we all kind of had to find a way to do the same thing. So, and and the idea that we were all going through the same challenges that our clients were at the same time, we're kind of supposed to be, you know, walking along the trenches and like helping them up. And we were in our own trench in our own lives. And that was really challenging. Well, and they see that too, right? Like, I mean, that's Yeah, they see that we're not ourselves. We're not our normal chipper, you know, there's exhaustion, we're getting sick, you know, all of those things that that normally, like you said, we put on the face and sometimes we couldn't put the face on. And and I actually think it's built some relationships and, sure. and you know, it, it's definitely changed all of us. And I, I believe that there are going to be things that come from it that are going to be really, um, you know, powerful and I think stay with us for a long time. But, you know, people are doing well. We're, we're feeling hopeful. We're back up. Almost completely fully staffed. At one point, we were down somewhere in the range of 20 staff out of our 50. That's not good. Yeah. Um, but we're staffing back up. It's feeling hopeful. Good. It's feeling bright. You know, you feel a sense of lightness coming through, and um, that's such a fantastic feeling. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's fantastic. We've got Carrie Kreps and Liz Flynn from Florence Crittenden in today. And we've talked with you. We've talked with folks from the Friendship Center, uh, you know, law enforcement, the, the stresses of the pandemic. Um, domestic violence abuse, all of that. We don't know numbers yet. It's going to probably be years before somebody comes out and says, okay, here are the numbers mm-hmm. uh, to, to really know what this did. But I think anecdotally, we can look at it and it's it, it's very safe to say there's an increase in all of these things, yeah. uh, which what I expect I expect would be something you're seeing, right? Yeah. And the impacts of that, something that you're seeing. Yeah, absolutely. And you know me, I never bring anything in here and I actually brought paper in here <laughs> yeah. today. And there's there's a reason because there are early, early, early studies starting to come out. The numbers are starting to come out. I agree with you. I think it's going to be years before we really understand the ramifications of this. But um, I brought this because World Health Organization is already coming out with some. And so some of these statistics are that 72% of services for children and adults were disrupted. And we're talking in that kind of behavioral health and not just behavioral health, but just their everyday services. Um, You combine that with 
the the statistics are saying that 40% of mental health and behavioral health organizations are going to close in the next year. Like they made it through the pandemic, but they're not going to make it all the way through. And then you're seeing a 67% increase in demand for services. Those numbers are not good. You know, those no. are not matching up real well. No. So, well, you talk with Bruce Day out of FoodShare, the, the numbers that he throws out are staggering of, yes. you know, the, the number of people they helped two years ago versus this last year. Right. And and we're not out of it yet. We haven't seen the long-term right. effects. There were, I think I read that there are 2 million women alone that have left the workforce in the last year. That mm-hmm. speaks to because of childcare, because of all of those things. Now, how do those people re-enter the workforce? Is there going to be childcare available for them? You know, so I feel like we're kind of in this almost coming out of it and really feeling like we need to ramp up a little bit and be there for when these things start to kind of play out and and make sure that we have the services available to to take care yeah, of because there'll be a whole new set of i mean it, it's going to be different problems but Absolutely. the pandemic will be over but have caused you know we don't know exactly maybe right. what problems right and we feel very strongly that we kind of need to be looking forward and not just breathing a sigh of relief right now but looking forward and trying to kind of ramp up that capacity a little bit yeah and and, and i want to circle around to the to the child care thing but there's obviously been an increase in the need for mental health services too uh, we, we've yeah. talked with folks from intermountain about the potential issues facing kids but it's certainly not just kids right. that are facing these issues uh in covid and uh, then that leads to substance abuse, and that I mean, it's a whole. It, 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 they're, they're dominoes here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's um, the, another statistic is seventy eight percent of mothers have reported an increase in stress. I know that includes me for sure. Fifty six percent of young adults aged eighteen to twenty four uh, reporting symptoms of anxiety or depression. I mean, I think if there's anyone with any kind of mild cracks. In their family, they have become great big craters this year. So um, just tons of empathy out there. And I think um, just anyone that's listening that is struggling, just know that you're not alone. And and we are doing everything we can to ramp up um, our services. And in fact, we are um, increasing our outpatient addictions counselling. You can come to Florence Crittenden for an assessment. You can come to Florence Crittenden for group and individual therapy in a completely unjudgmental um, environment. Um, These women are amazing and and men actually we attract both mothers and fathers to those programs we really are there to help so anyone who's sitting at home who's struggling please please get in touch with us um we have an amazing um array of parenting classes which again you know like i think some of us are just so fatigued that it's literally as a parent you're like whatever it takes like kind of do what you want because we're just exhausted and now it's really as carrie said like we're starting to feel a bit more hopeful and we're coming out and maybe we can have the strength to really think okay this is the next chapter now how can we really tackle some of these behaviors that we're seeing in our in our houses and like let's build a a great family structure that can really help us overcome some of these struggles um in our residential programs we're seeing more and more of the women um and children who are really struggling with substance use so we have actually doubled the size of our recovery home so we now have eight beds I think um, we're going to be making that change in the next few weeks I think we'll be pretty much full right away the demand is so um so large right now and it has really been heartbreaking for us to have to turn people away in the last few weeks who are like I'm struggling I'm homeless I'm using drugs I need a place I have a child like 
or maybe they've had that child removed, but they really want the opportunity to go to treatment with that child. Like, how do you choose between treatment and your children? Like, no wonder you would hide that for so long. So um, we're really pleased to be um, expanding that program. We have a really great clinical model, great therapists, great a great team there. We wanted to start it small. We've only been doing that for a couple of years now. Yeah, but that's a newer thing yeah, for you. And I know when, when you made the switch to, you know, we're not getting, we're not leaving what we do but we're adding this as a focus that's a little scary right because you are sort of diverting a little bit but that obviously it it came at just the right time didn't it it? I mean for you to have that in place when it's so needed and that's something as an organization we've always tried to kind of adapt to the needs of the state and really what's going on in families so um trying to be nimble but we will always serve those very young mums I mean we have mums in our program as young as 13 um, actually, some of the youngest mums are some of the most, you know, amazing success stories. But if you were to read their case files, it would break your heart. I mean, really, just horrific childhoods themselves. And and so we will. I think Carrie and I will have those um, families in our homes if we're not at Florence Crittenden because we have such a heart for those young mums. I mean, they're really children raising children, but we really truly believe that they can do amazingly well if given the support and gosh don't they deserve that so and we will always still have a very young residential very young mum residential program Carrie Kremps and Liz Flynn are with us today from Florence Crittenden and we have to take a quick break so we'll go ahead and do that now otherwise we're going to keep talking and (laughs) we'll never take that break so let's take the break and then we'll come back and chat more on Coffee Break I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back. This is Coffee Break. I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Coffee Break brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant 459-8565. And we're talking with uh, Carrie Kreps and Liz Flynn today on the show. They're from Florence Crittenden. And it just we were talking before the break. I mean, it just seems like every service, every program, it's, it's just seeing a huge uptick in in use and in need. Mm-hmm. And there's not enough for the need really i mean it seems like that's the case for every nonprofit, and, and it, it's the case for you yeah absolutely you know yeah right before the break we were talking about that need for those um substance use services and like you said a couple years ago we started that small four bed program like let's just see how this goes trying to be responsive to the needs that we were seeing you know creeping up and creeping up and um it's been rare that those four beds have not been completely full since we opened and and like liz said before the break just the 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 applications that we're seeing come in and it just felt like the right time to be we always knew we would we would eventually you know 
increase the size of that program and just in visiting with the folks at the state and they're saying yes the need is there yes we will support you in doing this because they're they're seeing that need increase too and and not being able to have enough capacity in the state we're trying very quickly in the state to build capacity but it just takes time so yeah the need the need for that is is huge and then everything that comes along with that you know it's not just a treatment you know, just 30 day treatment. That program is up to a year, sometimes a little past year, but all of the things that come with that, when you start identifying needs that are going to help families be successful in the long run, it's not just what's happening in that year. It's, it's everything else that's going to set them up for success. So what does their transition look like? What back into the community after being in a recovery home for a year? And what does that stair step? We know that there needs to be a step down to that, that rather than just going straight into the community. So we're working on those types of programs that would help transition. You know, how? what's the parenting support look like? What's all of those pieces that we need to wrap around and make sure that there's long-term success? And so by nature of looking at all of those, we're just kind of inherently, we're not growing for the sake, just to say that we can, you know, we're growing just right. to get bigger. That just growing is hard right yeah <laughs> so, but it sounds like that's happening imminently yeah just kind of naturally you yeah. know and so we're you know the increase in our services our community-based services where we can provide not just home visiting but something called visit coaching which is really about helping families that are in um, supervised visitation make that a really positive experience supervised visitation for families that are separated is really stressful yeah and giving them an opportunity to plan for that visit as a parent and what they want to accomplish and what they how they want to be present with their child so important to their long-term you know their long-term relationship yeah, with their child yeah. so well and you're going to be would talk about expansion uh, I, I guess you're expanding outpatient and community services as well i mean you're mm-hmm. you're, you're going a lot of things all at once here yeah we yeah. are we are we've got lofty goals and i think we had to put a lot of them on hold mm-hmm. um this last year just because we were kind of in survival mode and just trying to keep our clients safe and keep mm-hmm. our staff and you know healthy and supported so um i think now it's really we're seeing the opportunities to really kind of dream big and and make it happen and um we feel a lot of supporters behind us a lot of our donors have been really faithful to us we had a great paint in the town pink um and it's really time for us to kind of get going with all these plans that we've had in the hopper for a couple of years now so yeah we're really so delighted. that expansion of those services what does that look like in practice i mean what are, you were touching on a little bit of it there i mean it sounds like it helps you're getting folks that maybe aren't necessarily in your residential program you know but obviously they they still need some help you right. know you don't want to leave them out there in the cold right yeah you kind of look at it as a pyramid and the, the smallest numbers that you serve are the most intense at the top mm-hmm. and then it sort of filters down and the larger the the program if you will or the more numbers you serve the less intense of the services but the idea that families can enter that pyramid at any point and work up and down that scale as they need so you think intense services you're going to be using everything below you but that doesn't mean that you don't just need you know as a parent some you know maybe you are struggling with some substance use but things are going okay but you really need to nip that in the bud so that's something that you can do and and also you know be able to take a parenting class that is specific for somebody that's going through substance use recovery so being able to kind of match those things up and have a menu of services, if you will, to sure. match the the individual needs. And um, so, yeah, parenting classes, home visiting, one of the best things that any family can do. That's open to anybody. Um, and, and have somebody come in and really help you learn to engage with your kids and the idea that you are your child's first teacher. 
Um, make sure your home is really safe for your kids. I would have given anything to have those things in my home yeah. as, as yeah, a yeah. new mom because I was doing my best, you know, to try to figure that out. Um, so, yeah, those are what we kind of consider our outpatient okay. and community services. And then, of course, child care being a huge right. component. Well, and this also, I, I guess, it would help you to help the people that are discharging out of residential because, you know, I would think that's a big deal. There's that relationship and there's a sort of, I guess, a codependency in, in, in some sense. And all of a sudden now they're, okay, now you're on your own. Good job. Yep. That can be scary. Huge, huge component of what we're trying to do. I say all the time, we, we wrap people up in bubble wrap in the residential program and you kind of fall out of the bubble wrap when you get out. Like it's a big yeah. step. And so even, even, people that are very successfully discharging out of that program, it's a huge step. And so, like you said, those relationships that, that they have built with their providers are so important to keep as they're kind of practicing life, you know, outside of those four walls. And so a lot of our programs are built, are designed to support that, but then you can also just be in the community utilizing those. Yeah, it's that, that transition is huge. Yeah, we talked about uh, childcare, and I promised we'd circle back to that, and I don't want to run out of time before we do that. Uh, childcare needs are certainly increasing uh, yes, in our community. I mean, what, what, where's Florence Crittenden with all of that? I'll just leave it very broad. You take yeah. it wherever you want to take it. Again, we're growing. We, we really recognize the need for high-quality childcare, and I think we have been able to offer a really exceptional quality program just because, you know, we, we get some fees, but we also fundraise. So we have a really low ratio of children to staff, and they're very highly trained, and it's a really wonderful program. So that, too, is, is fairly new. Our preschool was, what, three years old? now um, and we are going to be increasing the age of that program it's been two to f two two to four and now we're going to go up to age five so we have kind of a pre-k program that we're planning to open at the end of this summer which is we're so delighted because we have such so many kids in there that we don't yeah. want to have to discharge and then we're looking at increasing our infant child care program too i mean infant child care spaces in helena are so um, in such short supply and again um, we just want to give those kids the best possible start those programs serve our residential clients as well as families in the community again if a family's discharging from our residential program we can keep them in Helena they can continue coming to our child care programs they can continue with their therapist with their groups they can continue with their home visitor I feel like their chances of being successful are so great so we really yeah. are working on um, some some stabilization programs maybe some apartments in the community that we can keep these kids close and just give them maybe a couple of years rather than just you know yeah. nine to twelve months and that well, of course really none of this is inexpensive Right. I mean, this is not a, you know, I know you want to do everything, but, but there are limits based on funds available. And yeah. you weren't able to have the, the normal pink, but you had a pink yeah. went virtual. And it sounds like that went exceptionally well. It was so great. I mean, I huge kudos to the development team for being creative and flexible and making it work. And then huge kudos to the community that just said, yep, what's it got to look like this year? We'll be part of it. We're going to, I mean, it, it was so neat to see that happen. And people participated in the, we did a very short program. People participated. They, you know, they gave, it was, it was really great. We're so excited with, and hopeful that the 20th anniversary of pink will be. Yeah. Do we have the 20th better. and 21? Is that? Yes. Well, 20th, the 20th anniversary in 22, actually, because it's in February. So, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah Cause it cycles yeah. around. So we'll be 20th anniversary next so year. So is that on, I mean, we, it's, we don't want to. It's on the books. Oh, and now the date you're going to, oh, is it the 10th of February? I don't know. We've got, we've got enough time. This is Helena. We don't need to know until January. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, week True. before, week before. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, yeah, thank you to everyone in the community. The, the, the faithful giving has been so encouraging to us in the midst of this pandemic. I mean, pe- people have been so generous and we could not keep our doors open without them. So I yeah. just want to say that. Yes. And we will put on the party of the year next year. Um, we have already got some plans in the hopper and we're really hopeful that this pandemic just leaves us alone and we're yeah. done with old corona we're, and we want to just we're done with it <laughs> we're uh we're running out of time we've got exactly three minutes left but you know the, the american recovery funds i mean at least that that that's been a benefit for you as well and it sounds like maybe some opportunities there yeah this is going to be a really interesting time again for our um our entire country they're saying you know some of this money coming out is fdr level right we may not see this again in our lifetime and how we can um be creative um as as a society about how we use those funds to really set ourselves up for the future taking what what has happened in the last year and making it something really productive and positive and we're right along with that we have some incredible uh, partners and people on our board that have helped us really look at what some of that infrastructure money and what we might be able to do to um, set the organization up for the long term um, and be able to manage some of this growth that we're seeing in mm-hmm. the program. So it's a, it, that's a very exciting time. It's very uncertain right now. Anyone that's involved in this right now will tell you there's there's no certainties in any of it. But we're following it really, really closely and, and trying to look at every angle of that and be really um if if we were to be able to access some of that money, we really feel strongly that we could be good stewards and feel responsible yeah. to be good stewards of, of an opportunity like that. Well, and there is an opportunity, speaking of 90 seconds left, yes. Mother's Day raffle. It is. Mother's what, Day is coming up. What's going on with that? Well, you know, I mean, Food Share is a wonderful organization, town. I feel like they own Thanksgiving. So if you donate a turkey to them, maybe you could consider supporting Florence Crittenden's Mother's Day raffle this year. It is the most amazing package for a mum in your life. Um, it includes a massage, a facial, hair products, a charcuterie board. I love saying that word. Um, I do love the charcuterie. Botox, Botox, which if you don't need, just send it to Carrie or I because we've had a hellish year. Um, A gift certificate to Fiesta Mexicana is really just a big treat for a mum that really has, which every mum has after the year we've So how do people get in on Um, that? Go go to our website. It's all online. We're not selling the tickets around town. We just have a, a webpage. The tickets are 20 bucks each, three for 50, and then it kind of goes up gradually. You can buy 20 for 250 if you're really feeling generous. Um, we're going to be drawing that raffle on May the 7th, so just before Mother's Day, so that you can give that to the mum in your life. Um, or just show that you've supported some vulnerable families in our community on Mother's Day. I think, you know, sometimes all of us are sitting at home saying, I don't really need anything. Please just do something in honor of a yeah. mum. So that's a really nice way to give. So just go to the website and yep. uh, get, get the ticket right there. Okay. Well, that's easy. Mm-hmm. Ladies, thanks so much for coming in. Aww, it's, thanks for having us. It's always us. fun to have you in yeah. here. I sure appreciate it. We'll, we'll definitely get you back on the books because there's always something happening. That's right. There at Florence is. Crittenden. <laughs> and you, you, you do great work in the community. And, and so I thank you for, for everything that you do. Uh, it, it's a fantastic part of the Helena community. It's what makes Helena Helena. Aww. So thank thanks for what thanks, you're doing. Yeah. for all that you guys do. We appreciate it. We're all out of time. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.